Hello, comrades. You're listening to Kyle's Communist Book Club. First off, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Where did the month go? I realize our last episode was published on September 8th, and it is now September 29th. So seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. Where have we been? Live on Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube every day at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. It's about 10 p.m. Moscow. You can do the conversion in the uh, intermediate. If anyone needs to look it up, just search for New York Time. And it's 3 p.m. Eastern Time every day. I would direct your attention over to the Twitch and TikTok accounts under the name of Kyle Communist. Do look for my, what used to be the old primary on TikTok, Kyle Paranormal, although I'm uh, trying to get the other Kyle Communist name all lined up across the board. Uh, in fact, recently, in the last week or so, I just purchased the uh, web address, kylecommunist.com. So you can go there. That's just a direct page to all of my content. Uh, you can find all these links that I've described right there at kylecommunist.com. I think we should use some time in this episode to discuss the sort of algorithmic censorship that's going on out there. I, I hate to call attention to this stuff at times, but I think this community here is very insular. We are very leftist-leaning folks. I don't think a lot of trolls take time to listen to episodes like this, but I'm very afraid to talk about this publicly, and that is that I've recently been getting strikes against my Instagram, against my TikTok account, uh, mass reporting uh, of anything communist that I post. Interestingly enough, posts like memes almost, actually specifically memes at times, that go up on Instagram, I, I tried to cross-promote them over to TikTok. I thought, hey, why not? You know, this is worth sharing. Let's put that up there. And those are getting flagged intentionally by people in the in the comments angry. It's not an auto-algorithmic flagging, um, but it's an intentional, hey, we don't like what you're posting. We don't want this communist stuff on the platform. And people are mass reporting, and then those are getting nuked for violent extremism, um, hateful behavior, like you name it. There's all kinds of like fake, just I, I can see the report and what I'm getting dinged for. Some of the stuff TikTok reinstates, others they do not. And I, I hope this conversation will be relevant to people out there as a sort of stay safe thing. There's really no way to go about undoing any of this. These social media mega giants don't care. It uh, moderating content on the platforms is a joke to them because they like the engagement. They like, you know, the traction that's going on. And uh, it, it's it's headline catching, right? The, the fights that go on on social media attract a lot more people to the platforms than they scare away. Um, especially if you've just seen any cancel culture drama at large, you'll know that people will go to Twitter to check that sort of stuff out. Even if they're not average or common day Twitter users, they'll still pop over there and be like, what's what's going on with this? And that's eyeballs and that's AdSense. You know, people are, uh, Twitter gets to advertise to you as a viewer in that case. So just bringing this all back around to say, these companies don't benefit from moderating any of their fascisty trolls out of there. And it's really unfortunate because I flagged content. I've gotten quite a bit taken down from other people, the fascist stuff. This is an encouragement to all of you. Do use these tools against them. Do flag for offensive behavior, terrorist groups, extremist, violent, blah, 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 all that stuff. Do report them. But I've noticed at times I'm getting a lot of their stuff taken down, but there's some clear cases of bullying and harassment, you know, just slurs that are used or like I've had my image taken and made into kind of memes on TikTok. Uh, that sort of stuff's not getting taken down. And it's like, hello, guys, this is the most obvious definition of what is bullying and harassment. Your your description right next to when I press the report button specifically quotes stuff like this, and here you are not doing it. I will also note that TikTok's direct 
support line is a joke. <laughs> I mean, we didn't expect better, right? Uh, but when you send in a message, I have every single time gotten a copy-paste response. Every single time I say, hey, I'm being mass-reported and here's some proof, they send back, you can block trolls by clicking, you know, the, the three dots and then report and block. And I'm like, that, that doesn't do anything. I'll be very specific with you all. I'm catching a lot of this flack because I think my name has been put around in some troll circles. Specifically, I've seen, uh, again, my profile picture used around. This is nothing new to me. This happened to me years ago when I was a, an Elder Scrolls online streamer, video game stuff. Trolls would often yeah, just take your likeness and they mock up all kinds of accounts. And it sucks. It's, it's awful feeling. Like, just to be honest, it sucks. Um, there's no real victories for the trolls. I'm sure they get their jollies and knowing that they've harassed somebody, but obviously it doesn't stop me from creating this content. However, it is hindering me from making this content. Again, this is the part that is, ugh, I don't like to share the playbook because it's unfortunate. I, I don't want anyone else to misuse the playbook, but I want you as content creators to be safe out there. The biggest strike hit my Instagram account at, I think, the beginning of the month. Maybe this is why I've been a little bit quiet, too. I've been in a little, uh, my own mental doghouse, if you will. It's just been a little bit of a loss of progress sort of month. Over the summer, as I transitioned my Instagram account into a pro-communist focus, like strong orientation in that way, my viewership jumped up a lot. F a, a guy here that did not used to accrue a lot of followers I got over 300 followers in, in like a week or so. I, I think to some people that's not a lot. And if, if that's you, please teach me your secret. Oh my gosh, be my be my algorithm teacher. I, I desperately need it. You know, we're trying to put out good work here. So if you got the secret insight, the secret sauce, please teach me how to do it. But I, I started to grow and I started to feel really good about the content I was making. But all of a sudden, at the beginning of September, I got one of my Lennon posts flagged. And it was a non-offensive post. If you, you might even know this image. I've reposted it since and it's fine. It's a picture of hands holding up Lennon's book and it says Lennon lived, uh, Lennon lives and Lennon will live. I put that up and I wrote underneath of it, get organized, that's it. Could have meant your soccer team, could have meant organize a chess game, you know what I mean? Organize a dinner party. But they flagged, someone flagged that post. I don't think that was automated to the algorithm. I think this one was intentional. Someone flagged that it. it was posted weeks prior and they flagged it and it got hit with uh, organizing violent extremism. Louis squeaking at me in the background. I don't know if you can hear the puppo talking. Hi, babe. Back to the story. So here I am. Instagram limited my features on my account. The most noticeable one is, if you're familiar with Instagram stories, you can jump in on photo tags. This is a great way to spread communist propaganda out there, if you ask me. Uh, I'll, I'll see little sticker tags that say, post something red. And so I'll post a communist meme. Post uh, a random photo from yesterday, and I'll put in, you know, a, a random socialist meme or something. This is really good because it gets random people who are just searching that or looking through that tag. They posted their own red photo. Maybe they put up a rose up there and now they're looking at the next thing and they go, whoa, whoa, communist stuff, cool. And now I'm down this rabbit hole. It would really drive up the eyeballs and I was getting quite a few followers. That feature has since been removed from my account. My other account can do it, but until about December, I'm limited. And again, I hate, to, I hate to spill all the secrets because I'm effectively saying, look, this stuff can be done. But I guess maybe in that way, this is the new weird version of cyber warfare, which is to say, if you've got no other means to do anything online, 
at least spend the extra second to report fascisty leaning accounts. If it's, you know, leaning anything scary, anything anti-LGBT or, you know, workers' rights, just anything that's that's given you the heebie-jeebies as a, uh, as a communist person, as a socialist person, do make sure to take the moment to report it. I know it sounds silly. It's so weird. But you think how much damage these people are actually effectively doing. Because every day at 3 p.m., you know, on TikTok, on Twitch, on YouTube, we're streaming. Just the other day, they got me taken down twice from TikTok in one day. And what that actually turned into is me losing my account access for a week. The problem that's even scarier on the horizon is that we know nothing can be done about it, right? We've already tried the the means to get the account uh, kind of washed or scrubbed of those violations. We've, we've talked about mass trolling and how that's been reported. Well, now I can just wait until that account gets deleted. Uh, by the way, this is the Kyle Paranormal account. That's why Kyle Communist is now on the rise. <clears throat> Pardon me. That's why that backup account is starting to take off because soon, uh, well, again, I'm on I'm on an iced, iced out week. I can't stream. I'm in frozen mode over there on the main. Um, so now Kyle Communist is going to be doing the streams. But you can see it's it's really dejecting or dismissive. Like, it's just crushing my personal ambition, knowing that, good connections I make can just be lost. And I do understand this is, you know, I'm a white guy streaming out of America telling people that, that this is what oppression looks like. This isn't violent oppression. This is neighborly silencing of folks. Or maybe it's much worse than that. But, but by neighborly, I mean this is other white folks in America being like, your content as a communist offends me. I'm sad I'm reporting you because you want to send my dad back to the gulag. And it's like, oh, bro, you don't listen to a single thing I say. Or they'll come at me and say, I've, communism killed 20 billion trillion people. I'm really so sad about it. Yeah, okay. Okay, next line out of their mouth is something like, you F-slur, you gay, whatever. You know what I mean? They're really, really selling me on why I should go over to their camp, if you know what I... Oh, camp, yikes. Anyway, <clears throat> back to the subject. Whew. It's it's getting a little bit rough to produce the content. And it, let's talk another practical term here. For some reason, I'm, again, a guy that can't get in the secret sauce of these systems. I can't game the algorithm like some folks can. And if you can help me, please do. But on my Instagram, uh, beyond losing those those stories, I've also lost the primary traction. I would seem to be truly shadow banned, as people say. Uh, and it's very statistically noticeable. When I would put a post up before, we were looking at somewhere between 40 to 150, maybe even 200 likes. Those are the, on the really high end. Now my posts are getting somewhere around 9 to 15. So what's that, like a 10 times reduction in my viewership? Uh, let's be realistic. As much as it's not putting out my fire as a communist, it certainly is dulling the fire of what we can do. It's actually physically limiting how far I can distribute materials. I want to remind folks, I own both Kyle Communist and Kyle Paranormal on both Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So you should certainly go and make sure to follow all of those. Insta uh, sorry, Twitter, maybe don't worry about so much. That's on auto post right now. It's it's doing its own thing. I'm kind of done with Twitter for the time. But if you want to, go follow those accounts. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go there and be active. That, that is something I should do. It's easy enough to schedule up things to auto post. So motivate me, everyone. Motivate me. But I just wanted to say this is all a very realistic issue uh, that I'm encountering. And this is fairly new to me. I've never... I've been on the... Uh, 
side where I've been trolled before and the accounts wouldn't be taken down. I've had that happen before, but it is new to me to have my content flagged and taken down. Instagram has reinstated none of my stuff. TikTok was reinstating the majority of it, but has recently uh, started siding with the fascisty trolls over there. I I don't know if I've just gotten such a blemish on my record for that account. I also want to say that I'm a guy that has 3,000 followers. I know people with 4 million followers that have lost their account for uh, nothing of this kind. Like, they don't post communist material at all. They're just funny guys, and they've lost their entire account and, and had a really, really months-long, arduous battle to get it back. So I just want to say I, I'm not alone in this, but I'm actually asking for help, and uh, I don't know, just, just trying to see what your thoughts are. This is also a good reminder to say, if you're seeing content you like, please, please, not just for me, Literally, even if you want to ignore me completely, for every other content creator you like, please press the like button. Please press the little bookmark button, whether this is TikTok, Instagram, whatever the buttons are that are good buttons, (laughs) you know, the thumbs down, press all the good buttons. Subscribe, like, share it if you can. Please share things to your stories on Instagram. That is such a great way for friends and family to find that sort of stuff. But this is the economy we're in, right? This is the economy of taps and likes. I am begging for them because that is the only thing that is keeping our content alive. It's the only thing that lets us have some eyeballs. So truly, I I know almost all these things I've mentioned are completely free. If you can spare that extra half second to do it, as a content creator, I am a chronic liker of people's stuff. If I like it, I just naturally like bookmark. You know, I, whatever I can do on the platform, as soon as I see a YouTuber's video and I like it, you know, I'm seconds in. I'm like, like, thumbs up. Let's do this. Because I know being on the other side of the camera, the other side of the microphone, it's a very lonely experience when you're just uploading material. And if the algorithm says, hey, you're not worth being seen, then you are not seen, right? That that is how that works. The algorithm decides you could have the best piece of content in all of the universe and all of history. And if the con- the algorithm says, eh, this isn't what sells this week, or, you know, hey, someone mass reported you last week. We don't think you should be seen again. Boom. You don't. You're not seen. That's it. That's it. You're in the gutter now. Enjoy. Um, may I also say, I had just toyed around with running an ad on my Instagram account too. Come to think of it, was that the one that got mass reported? I don't think so. No, it was not. No, it was a different propaganda poster. Uh, I was just kind of thinking aloud there for a second. Was it my one that I I threw down like $20 and said, hey, Instagram, show me what you can do with this because I'd, I'd like to know. Is this really drumming up a lot of attention. The unfortunate part is I can't even check how that ad did because I'm in the the blackout thing, right? I'm I'm a violent extremist. So I'm in the gutter. That's their term for me. Whatever. It's a good reminder. You should all get involved with our Discord server. Um, You can find that on kylecommunist.com. You can find a brand new Telegram channel opened up. You can go find that at kylecommunist.com. Both of the Twitters, both of the Instagrams, both of the TikToks. What else? Twitch. Kyle Communist. Trying to think. I just want to shout all this stuff out because the next thing I want to talk about, I think I'm kind of at the the end of this topic. I sort of wanted to segue and say how proud I am of our Discord server. It's already grown to 70-some people. A lot of great friends are in there sharing content regularly. I've got a really nice troll set up there as well where they get stuck in a 
uh, a waiting room and they don't have the ability to spam the whole server. Really nice and secure. I've, I've spent years on Discord and I'm, I'm putting a lot of that to the test. Plus there's some new tools um, making it all work for us. We've got a nice mod squad over there too. So shout out to all of them. This podcast is called Kyle's Communist Book Club, and I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our Discord server is also now hosting the book club group. Much easier for me to post there than maybe to discuss in the show, but I can certainly see myself bringing elements or some talking points over. Actually, for folks that might leave some good questions in the Discord server um, within our forum, that, that could be a great place for me to address them over here. Hmm. Just a thought. Anyway, the first book we're looking at is Lenin's The Task of the Proletariat in Our Revolution. It's about an hour and 20 minutes of an audiobook if you'd like to take a listen to it that way. I've got the Marxist.org link in the Discord server and all the good stuff. Uh, by the way, this Discord server is completely free to join, so don't have any hesitations. It's well moderated and, you know, we, we, we're really keeping up with it. So we would love to have your activity. The people that are in there, very intelligent folks. That's why I was really excited to do this book club. I, when you're creating content online, you, you truly never know what types you're going to attract, whether it's just people that are trying to wave a red flag or have real knowledge of Marxism under their belt. And we've been very lucky to have a lot of people that have done their research and done their homework. So this is very fun. This book is perfectly attuned to the situation at hand. Lenin uh, wrote The Task of the Proletariat and Our Revolution in 1917. I think it was in April about. So let me click on the link and, and double check. Oh, September. I'm sorry. First published in September. Maybe he did end up writing it in April. I, I saw that somewhere before. But anyway, this was published in September. Uh, by the time this goes out, the October Revolution is just about to fully kick off and they're about to take over from the provisional government. So this stuff's really on the money for what to do in an imperialist war like we're seeing right now, Russia attacking Ukraine. The comments from this book are almost directly applicable. And if you swap out some of the specific group names that Lenin talked about 100 years, oh, I literally have chills talking about this. If you swap out the group names, it identically fits. It is the same overlay. And I really want to recommend this to people now. I'm co-reading, like I'm, I'm going back and forth between, what is it, the task of the proletariat and our revolution. Can never remember the name. Uh, I'm going back and forth between that and Lenin's imperialism, the highest stage of capitalism. They both have some really dynamic points. I, I, I suppose something I should talk about here too is, is why I started reading these both, and that's Russia's mobilization. I've been talking a lot with my friend Andre. I met him through the podcast. He reached out to me right through the show, and we've been amazing friends ever since, and our friendship gets all the closer all the time because we speak about these subjects every day. Andre's in Russia. He always sends me updates. He does translations for us. Ooh, big note. We need to talk about that. He's been doing some amazing translations. Those are on KyleCommunist.com, too. I want to come back around to that, but I'm not going to remember. Let's, let's, let's stay on subject here. So uh, met Andre through the podcast. We've been talking a lot about the mobilization efforts. He's been translating some pieces for it. I have been posting a lot to, again, all the different platforms because this, this mobilization was um, announced by Putin as a partial mobilization. And we're seeing people being taken off of the streets, people taken from their workplaces, people that haven't served in the army for Oh, a dozen years or so. We're seeing people above the age that they gave out. They, I think, oh, uh, pardon me off the top of my head. I want to say maybe 60 is over the line. Maybe it's 55, actually. 
I think it's 55. And there are plenty of people over that age that have been taken. So much so that Putin apparently just today, maybe it was on the 29th, maybe 28th, made an announcement. Uh, at least I saw this break on Baza saying that, uh, it's, you know, we must return these people that were illegally conscripted. Uh, the people that are being conscripted are in situations where there's no beds, where the guns are rusty that they're being given. There have been shootings at the military uh, conscription centers. There have been plenty of arsons. Many military offices have had that issue go on. One thing, I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything by any whatevers. Don't even confuse yourself. But if ever you were watching someone correctly throw a Molotov cocktail, they would break the window glass first with a rock or a brick. Then they would throw the flammable materials inside of said building. Again, not encouraging that sort of behavior. That would be dangerous and uh, illegal to, you know, whatever. But anywho, I am saying if you've seen it done correctly, you break the window and then throw the flammable material inside, making sure that there is also flammable material that would ignite. Because if that were thrown onto the floor that is laminate tile or, you know, something uh, that's just not going to burn very well, that, that alcohol is going to burn up and pfft. Also, you may have seen in some interesting videos online uh, that styrofoam can be added to gasoline and that creates a sticky napalm-like substance. Again, I would never encourage people to do this sort of stuff, but um, if you've done your research, you may have seen that out there on the internet. So again, windows that are broken are a lot more effective than trying to throw a bottle and hoping that breaks the window. It often doesn't. Uh, especially if it's a double pane window, you may crack the glass on the first and then the fire will just spread on the outside of the building. I'm going to be honest, what's that going to do for anyone? Actually, it'll just result in further police state sort of encroachment. Uh, anytime that there's failed attempts at these sort of situations, we're going to see increased crackdowns as a result, which is why we should be organizing good vanguard groups to educate people on subject matter about Marxism, Leninism, and, you know, fire safety. We need to train people on fire safety. So just be smart, everybody, and, and be good. So those mobilizations, really scary. I, I want to talk about this for a second, uh, just because I don't know where everyone else is getting their news from. I was actually about to drink with one of my friends, Dimitri. We were getting together on Discord. He's been my friend for five years. He himself is not a communist, but he's in Russia and lives near Moscow. And we got on a Discord call. We were chatting and he expressed how afraid he is of the current situation. He said he wasn't even going out much because he was afraid that he would, might be grabbed off of the street. This is closer to, I think this might've been last Friday. What's the date on that, Kyle? I think this was the 23rd about so let's say friday the 23rd and he was telling me that he was worried people were being grabbed then i messaged other friends do not know one another these guys also not big communists they might be slight left leaner people but they're not into the circles that we are they also expressed they were very worried about it like really fearful sort of that mindset of uh do or die sort of things they were saying you know I, i'm prepared to run if someone grabs me i'm i'm uh one of the friends like i'd break my legs before going i i don't encourage people looking this up i certainly did not myself but i even heard that there was a video going around on twitter of a bunch of guys breaking each other's legs to get out of conscription i just want to remind our folks Putin is not anyone's salvation for socialism or communism. 
right? He is exclusively taking advantage of all these situations to ensure capitalism's future. Russia is far capitalist. They are anti-socialist. And that is actually one of the things that uh, Andre's translating for us is a great video. I think it's from uh, Vesnik Buri's channel. And the video is about how Soviet symbols are being misused for nostalgia. Who's doing it and why? A look at Ukraine and Russia. It's very unfortunate that Putin, you've heard me complain about this before, but it's very unfortunate that Putin brings out the red flag, waves it, and gets a lot of people excited to do war crimes. The people that are excited to do war crimes are not Marxists. We know this. If they were Marxists and had read any of the material, they would know this is an imperialist war. Again, this is a science to all of us. That's why there's really not much fear to be had as a communist. I think Andre talked this into me when the war started. He was always saying, like, well, don't be don't be too scared or upset. You know, this is this is exactly as it was written. Like we're just living through Lenin and Marx's whole uh, experience and experiment all over again. This is exactly how it goes by the book. And as I mentioned, you go ahead and read the task of the proletariat in our revolution. Bam. Even last night, I just found a sign that I shared on the Telegram channel. And it's a it's a, I think it said it was a Russian worker, peasant and soldier, three of them holding up a sign saying uh, something like all power to the Soviets. We must have peace now. The cadets are uh, our enemy. That would be people that were defending the, they'd be anti-revolutionaries. That would be the kind of the whites. Uh, and if I'm mixing that up, if there's a better definition for the cadets, please write me. But as far as I understood it, that is the the people that are trying to defend the state. You know, those that are against um, the, the, the socialist elements, these would have been people that may have either been czarist or in favor of the provisional government, which was clearly bourgeois. But it's crazy that the signs still apply that we can look at pictures from 1917 and 100 years later, that sign would be relevant now, right? This is what I got goosebumps talking about earlier. It's like, that's that just hits me over and over and over again how telling it is. So do read your Lenin. Um, again, we know Putin has even spoken out publicly many times about being anti-Lenin. So any anytime we see the red flag flown, the, the Soviet banner, victory banner, whatever flag you actually see flown by the Russian Federation, you can say it's a crock of BS. Also, as a reminder for people, just in case anyone out there needs to hear it, that the CPRF, the Communist Party of the Russian Federation, is appointed opposition. They are not real communists. They are profiteers of nostalgia as well. So that's why that's why it was used. Uh, they, that's why they were used to put forward the idea of going in and denazifying Luhansk and Donetsk and all of that in the early days of the war really distracted a lot of Westerners, really got a lot of tanky folks. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on the use of that word, if it should be, a, you know, an insult or not. But I, I guess I do want to use it to say non-Marxist today. It got a lot of non-Marxist communists. <laughs> it's contradiction. But it got all those fake communists riled up. They were like, oh, well, if the CPRF says it, that must be a real communist party because they're from Russia and they would know. And I really shouldn't be insulting about this. I, I, I didn't know that it wasn't that way a few years ago myself. So I, I, I do apologize. That's coming off a little bit snarky. These people are the ones that tell me I'm an idiot and say I don't know what I'm talking about online. So I'm not really keen to give them a lot of latitude, not a lot of 
airtime. But uh, in fact, they inspired me to get into reading Lenin. I, I will say it was specifically those type of people that back in February had really cranked me up February, March and got me into reading Lenin in a real big way. Just last night, I was thinking about this. I was like, hard to believe just about six or so months ago, I was thinking, oh, I'll never be able to read all of this theory. It'll just never make sense to me. I'm never going to get it. It's, it's too big brain for me. And then to go in and it's like, oh, no, this is all the stuff you believe in anyway. You've probably heard my past episodes where I've talked about how imperialism, someone misused the term around me. And they're like, you don't know what imperialism is, Kyle. You're the problem. Turns out my definition of imperialism without checking with Lenin or Marx was the same as their definition. So uh, this is why we need to reground ourselves. This is why we need to be in good communist circles, because it is easy to start spiraling out there on the edges. But I'll also say it's easy to get tripped up into chauvinistic or opportunist communist groups too. I, I don't want to take a lot of time to talk about this because I don't know the person that well, but I know of Caleb Maupin and he and his gang of thugs and apparently sexual assaulting folks, uh, they had some issues this summer. They would release weird videos online of the Star Spangled Banner playing as people unfurled an American flag and a Soviet victory banner and a Chinese flag. And didn't they put something else in there, Kyle, that was like scary fascisty? Was there a like a Blue Lives Matter flag? I can't I can't remember. There was one other banner in there that was just like, yeah. And uh, anyway, just a really scary group. You can see that those people are not communists at all either. Whatever. I don't know what the freak they are. <laughs> Well, we know that they're opportunists and chauvinists. We know well, maybe less on that one, but definitely opportunists. People taking advantage of the situation, trying to confuse Marxists, trying to distract from the situation. It's something I ask myself a lot as a content creator is how do I make content while clearly focusing on myself because that's the product I need to sell to pay the bills? But how do I also make sure that it does not just end at me? How do I make sure that I am not creating my own cult of personality. And the answer to that is I defer directly to Lenin and Marx quite often. I defer to the communists of Ukraine quite often. I defer to my Russian-speaking communist friends from whatever country uh, that they're in. Because in cases like this, I, I want folks from those regions to be the ones to speak. I, I tend to get most, most questions about Eastern Europe, because again, that's where a lot of my friendships are. But I would say the same thing about any country, if it was from South America, too. And we always get people coming in and telling me, Cuba's so terrible. Cuba's the worst. And I'm like, well, why are you trying to tell me about this? I'm a white guy from America. Like, I do uh, generally loosely like, I think very positively. Oh, I got to talk about that next, too. I do think very positively, generally speaking, about Cuba. They've been embargoed by the U.S. for so long. I'm, I'm very proud to see what they've accomplished. But why are you trying to have that fight with a white American dude trying to tell me that Cuba's the devil? Like, well, if you hate it so much, why don't you go live there and try and fix it? That really should be the comeback. That's the other one I get all the time is if you don't like it here, Kyle, you should go to Russia or China. Uh, funny, that's what goes to show that a lot of our uh, people out there on the Internet do not know that Russia has not been socialist since 91. That'll be 31 years this December. Whew, that's a scary thought, isn't it? 31 year old information. That's what's going on. 
Hey, speaking of 31 years old, I'm turning 31 years old this October. October 7th is my birthday. That means it's a week from tomorrow. So if you'd like to come and party with us, maybe we'll do something live on stream for that. That'd be really cool. Also, if you'd like to support, this is a great time to do it. Maybe just because it's my birthday or you'd maybe like to keep this communist content coming. I don't have any sponsors. I don't think I would be allowed to have sponsors at this stage in the game. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I had to laugh off to the side. That's kind of funny. It's kind of funny in like a, oops, my life is ending sort of way. But yeah, I can't have any sponsorships because I'm a violent extremist. So why don't you sponsor me by going over to our coffee page, ko-fi.com forward slash pioneers. That was for our pioneer server. It's on the like, we're, uh, we're revamping that. We need to work on that anew. Things have changed a bit as we've created our public Discord server. We still have the Pioneers. Beautiful platform to support. You can also place orders for Lenin candles and some other cool aspects that are up there. Would highly, highly recommend it. But uh, beyond getting you, like, it gets you some cool server access and things, we really want to get the Pioneer program reworked. And that is our program aiming to teach adults and their kids about homesteading skills, survival skills. I need to get my friend Pagan to get her uh, TikTok up there. We need to get her some more follows so she can go live because we could do co-broadcasts where we do all of this. That was the only thing that held us up is for a bit back to, uh, this is this is really relevant for today's episode. We were doing the Pioneer program over on Twitch, but we lost steam because we weren't getting new viewers and the viewers that we had, you know, we can't expect the same 10 people to always show up. But uh, Twitch being very, very hard to grow, we were just sitting there at 10 and then 9 and then 8 and 7. And as Pagan's putting together this great content for us, that's about how to can food and she's teaching people how to garden and she's buying, she's getting people Amazon links to like specific things they need and organizing all of this great information. And it just wasn't seeing the eyeballs and the traction. That's why we derailed it for the time being. We derailed it for all of the month of September. Plus, she was getting some medical stuff done, so she needed some time to relax and recuperate and not be under pressure. Uh, but but as we're getting into October now, I'd, I'd really like to get that back on the on the tracks. If you're someone that has interest in that, you should at least join our public Discord server and let me know. So you can go and do that. Like I said, everything's at kylecommunist.com, including the coffee link we were just discussing, the one that lets you go and uh, become a subscriber. The other way to subscribe that would be really handy for me is over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash kylecommunist. Do note that I officially changed that channel name over. It was Kyle Paranormal before. So if any of your bookmarks are dead, that is why. Just change it from Kyle Paranormal to Kyle Communist. I'm, I'm again, trying to get all the branding together. Uh, at the start of the year, it's wild to think that Pagan and I were creating content that was more about fun spiritualism. And and that's something I'm, I'm very serious about within communism, too, is uh, people practicing paganism and all the other different religious uh, groups need to find ways to work together. A lot of leftists are in those circles, and uh, we need to find room for all of that to coexist. But it's interesting that our content went from being primarily that to now being almost exclusively communist. And uh, I know that's lost me a lot of followers. People have gotten very annoyed, like, oh, he's only talking politics. I'm like, yes, yes, I am. As a as a gay man that, you know, sees we cannot take one step back in this conflict, we cannot, uh, there, there's no joy to be had while this war is going on. There's no joy to be had while people in this country and all over the world are being oppressed. Everyone has their final straw-breaking moment at a different point in their life. And and I really, this, this year has been it for me. I have always been very communist-leaning since I was a teenager, but but I tried to be capitalist Kyle along the way, right? Tried to pay the bills, put your head down, just do what you need to do. 
I've never been one to stop ruffling feathers. When I was a creator of video game content, I was still outspoken about my beliefs, but I did it in a more moderate way. This is uh, arguably even, I would not say liberal Kyle, but like, gotta protect my paycheck a little bit, Kyle. There, there's always a bit of that online, as we're seeing right now, right? As I'm, as I'm being fully penalized, put in the penalty box by Instagram and the rest, we can see that there's a line in the sand where it's not true freedom of speech, as we know, you know, there's a limit. Also, these are private companies. But I'm just saying, we know there's a line in the sand that, you know, if you speak out too much in favor of communism, you will be censored. You will be uh, sanctioned in our own way and, and, and put in the closet. So uh, back in the day, 2019, my content was not socialist first. I did have conversations about it, and I was never one to back down from standing up for people's rights. That was always a really big thing because our stream was always very LGBT focused. So it was always looking out for people of color and neurodivergent folks, like anyone that was kind of ismed, othered, or otherwise under attack. You know, we would make that part of our, our creed that we would not welcome any of those bigots or misogynist types, nothing of that in our groups. So obviously that would bring up some of these conversations. But there's a big difference between like, oh, I tolerate Kyle because he's a little bit of a communist and, oh, I can't be near this guy because he's uh, a communist. Actually, let's talk about that next. Let's talk about how one of the people from the paranormal space actually wrote to me on Twitter and asked me to take down the video interview I had with them. I wrote them a little bit of a snarky message back. I did take the video down just out of respect. I did not yell or demean this person, but I said, hey, look, you're a, let's reword this. Let's talk about how this came about. They sent me a message that said, hey, I hope I won't offend you and blah, 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 blah. But I don't like that, you know, me and my friend were on your podcast and now it's called Kyle Communist. Uh, and they also went on to list some other little vain things in there. But this person has quite an audience. And I said, really? Is this, is this the best place for you to spend your time in vanity right now is to be expressing that you don't want to be associated with Kyle Communist. As, as this person had called out in their first message, the video only got 500 eyes. They said people were writing to them and complaining. I've got people messaging me and you know asking why I'm on this thing. And I said, well, that's a great chance for you to have that dialogue with them. Why be afraid of it? Why step away from it? You should lean into it. And I'll be honest, this person is someone that it's female and identifies female, and we just had all the restrictions go through for abortion rights. So I'm thinking to myself, and I don't know if I said this to them. I know I, I yeah, okay, I didn't bring up abortion rights, or no, maybe I did. I said something like, with, with Roe versus Wade being overturned so recently, I don't know how you're not more upset about this. As people in the paranormal community, you and I know that it's a very short amount of time before our religion or freedom to practice witchcraft and paganism, we know that that will be restricted soon. So again, why the silence? And I let that go. I, I didn't I didn't go and check any of the responses to that. It was my farewell to them. I, I took down the video as they requested. But there's just a good example for folks to to know that there there really is that much of an anti-communist stigma here in the United States that if you're creating that content, that video was one year old. That video came out in October of last year, and this was in September that they were messaging me to have it taken down. So they were... I guess their balls were chafing a little bit this this last year to just be like, I don't like it. To be fair, that person was the most vain of all the people that I'd ever had on the podcast. I, I'm not giving any information away other than to say 
Um, they wrote to me after the video went up and complained about the thumbnail. And I went through and I tried to find a video or a picture of thumbnail of them not looking weird. And <laughs> they look kind of weird. Or I wouldn't say, you know, again, to me, they don't look weird. But I couldn't find any classy thumbnails because the way they had kind of presented themselves and been dressed that night, it, it didn't it didn't do it for the camera. So uh, they had already been, you know huffing to have it taken down and i guess being associated with kyle communist really was the straw enough to write and be like i don't want to be associated with you so i thought maybe this could be a little bit of an interesting view into my brain why i'm pretty distant when it comes to people on the internet i don't love um to have a full i guess everything on display or complete accessibility from some people because you do get weird messages like that people going and spiraling off the deep end now in truth you know i waited for two days before i took that video down i thought should i leave this up if they're getting kind of snarky or stinky messages should i leave that up 500 views they're not getting that many that was a lie that was a line maybe one person asked but they're not getting the multiples they claim we we just know this statistically i i've used that similar excuse to someone before like well the other people were complaining so uh i i get it i've been there done that and i was just thinking should i leave it up so that other people do message them and complain like that's a i i still morally ethically stand that that would be a good thing that would have been good for me to leave that up it's just unlisted, so someday maybe it will go back up. But I didn't want to be petty. There was the difference. As much as I would like to use it as an educational moment, I don't think I would do any favors by leaving that up and then them saying, oh, I tried to get him to take it down, but he's just a crazy communist or something and he doesn't like us, da 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 da, da. You know, I, so I tried to break even. I'll take your video down, but I don't want to have anything to deal with that sort of stuff. You know, I gave my little spiel and told him what I thought. And I think that's at least the thing we should be doing these days. Again, the line of pettiness there, you get to decide that on your own. But we've also lost the ability to be silent. And that's a good thing. We really shouldn't have been silent in our lives as long as we have been. But we're all brainwashed to say, you know, hey, the dollar bill is more useful than my political beliefs. Right? That's kind of what underlies America is I will shut up and not talk about it if you pay me properly. And that was really what was going on for a lot of this sort of stuff is, is folks um, and, and me in the past, right? Not being an outspoken communist because I was trying to protect the money. But that really went away really quickly for me. Um, that was only about maybe a year or two worth of streaming that I, I wasn't super communist. So now here we are. But again, it's harder to grow. That's why I appreciate you all listening. That's so why I appreciate you liking and sharing and distributing this content. Uh, if you've got interesting things to share, please do not be afraid to jump into the Discord server. You can also, I'd say email me, but I'm not checking my emails because they just make me sad. <laughs> I don't look at my emails because just spam at this point. But uh, you could go and you can type to me on the Discord server. You can find me on Instagram. A lot of people send me nice messages there. In fact, shout out to some people from this show that have sent some really nice messages to me over there. I had a, a great listener uh, probably around the last episode that sent me a really nice message about how this this podcast was kind of a good influence on them. That they're, I think they'd said something like their friend circle wasn't very appreciative or very approachable for communist stuff. So this is giving them some good balance. And I, I appreciate those compliments immensely. There really is not a lot of that. If, if it's not you, speaking to you, the individual, not you plural, I'm speaking to you personally right now. If it is not you that is liking these videos, commenting and telling the content creator how much you like it, if it's not you, again, the individual, sending us you know a message of support, 
no one else does. There really isn't anyone else. This you know, Communism is um, a growing and blossoming thing here in the United States. But I want you to remember, realistically, there are not very many of us. Um, how many, uh, they say something like Americans, 30% of us think positively of socialism. So at best, three out of every 10 people think decently about socialism. But out of that number, probably a half a person creates content. <laughs> Don't ask me what half of them is a communist that makes the content. But anyway, uh, there's probably like half a person that's out there doing that aspect. So please remember, you are a really powerful voice to us as creators, to us as uh, other just Marxists in these circles. We protect us and we need to keep doing that. We need to encourage us. We need to support us. Um, it'd be really great, too, if anyone out there, maybe this is something to organize in the Discord server. Um, if there are people out there that are communists or socialists who make any of their own materials and sell them online, whether you're a content creator or you are a, um, maybe like a small business owner sort of thing. I do believe we should be supporting each other in that way as well. Uh, I know some communists that make their own clothing sort of line. That's how they're funding their, uh, content. That's how they make their Instagram stuff. They, they, they are making clothing, a clothing brand to, support them. And I think that's a really effective way to funnel the money into the parts of this community that matter. Because our options right now, again, remember, there's no ethical consumerism under capitalism. But look, if our choice is, do you want to give your clothing money to a random brand that we know already abuses kids in the third world countries and such? Or would you like to support a communist designer who is actually sourcing the materials and the threads? The problem with the one I'm thinking of off the top of my head is they're in Russia and to ship it here would cost $60. So uh, as much as I'd love to support them directly, I'm thinking of the brand proletarian style. You should check them out. Very, very cool stuff. I would love to buy stuff from them, but $60 to get a shirt and some socks sent over to the U.S. is quite a lot, you know, and also what am I doing to the environment in the process, right? Uh, who are we kidding with that one? Just kidding. That literally has nothing to do with us. All my clothing costs shipping and gas and all that from across the globe. That's just how it works. Can't buy the most bottom dollar thing without that being the case because not a lot's produced here. So anyway, let me, let me digress back into the point and say, uh, if you can support people within our community that are doing things that are making necessities that you would like to have or otherwise need to have, it is really good to spend that money within those circles. Uh, again, if you can find communist groups, fantastic. But also if you can find people from marginalized communities, whether it's black creators, LGBT creators, I mean, the sky's the limit of what groups you want to look into supporting, right? But I want to remind folks, uh, though, uh, as a communist, I'm not saying we can reform the system peacefully with from within. I am citing Lenin and saying we should still try that while we're here, we should still cast our vote um, for things that allow us more latitude as opposed to allowing the things that will, you know, take things away from us. We don't want them to get into power sooner. That means, you know, again, can you buy from your friend versus buying from Amazon? Can you buy from that other content creator, you know, online instead of going to another bookstore and having it done like whatever whatever the thing is, whatever you're trying to buy. And I reference books because there's a lot of uh, socialist and communist content or publishers, I guess might be the word. There's a couple of those out there and they would be good to support. So better than going to Amazon, better than doing any of the megas, you might save some money, but also do remember small businesses, small individual owners cannot charge as low of a price as folks on Amazon or the rest because 
Those large distribution chains do not cost the mega capitalists much money, but they cost the individual player a lot of cash. So to ship things in the U.S., um, just to give a kind of a reference, when I was sending things out to our coffee program, the each individual envelope to send was about $10 in shipping. It's quite a lot of money. Quite a lot of money. Um, it, you know, times can cost more than the items that are included, and that sucks. It really, really sucks. But just as a reminder, you know, the, the independent creators out there, if you can help us, absolutely amazing. Keep up the good work. Liking, sharing, distributing that material really means a lot. If you could give this video, or uh, sorry, video, if you could give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. I think now on Spotify, this can be rated too. So if you get the chance to do that, that'd be great. Again, if you'd like to become a coffee member, that's a great way to financially support. You can check out the Twitch page. Well, was, there was the one last thing I wanted to sneak in here at the end. I sort of talked about the translations. Oh, the one huge thing that I'm very excited about is in the last couple days, Cuba announced one of the most progressive family programs to date. They have revamped their sort of LGBT rights around marriage. I'm, 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 doing a, I'm doing it a lot of injustice saying it this way, but they have redefined what a family is and who can have a family. They've redefined what it means to have a child versus to own a child, which is not a thing that we should do, but that's what we do here in the United States is you own your child because it actually came from a capitalist system of birthing, just so everyone remembers. This is all about having more kids so you can have them work on the farm. Anywho... Cuba's doing some great work with that. I know not everything is sunshine and rainbows down there. There's still a ton of economic problems, but what we need to do is get that embargo lifted. We need to be working with our comrades down there. Um, I'm seeing a lot of pushback this week. You know, one of my trolls that came by, five different accounts all named like Crazy Cuban, and he was telling me how awful it is and how bad it is and how, uh, and it's like, bro, I didn't have any trust in you with the first account. You sending the fifth spam account, does not make me trust you anymore. <laughs> it does tell me, however, that we do need serious, this is actually a no laughing matter, I'm really serious when I say this, we truly do need to revamp and revitalize our mental health system. People attacking one another online is not okay, it's not funny, it's not just LOLs. That is truly like a, a true microcosm of someone that eventually one day will hurt a loved one. We know this. We know this. It is the same behavior exhibited when we look at kids that abuse animals, that they are extraordinarily likely to grow up to abuse adults, uh, other people, humans, I should say, pardon me. We also can see these correlations now coming through social media, that people who are online harassing one another are very likely to go and then become further extremists and do these crimes in person. Uh, two things sort of happen. One, they either fall into a depression spiral or they, on the other hand, get really worked up in a positive way where they feel very emboldened. And we see both of these, the extreme depression and the emboldened people turning into a lot of school shootings. We're seeing shootings at grocery stores. We're seeing shootings of family members. And all of this, I want to remind folks, this is why it's not a laughing matter. You know, when I say people online, these should be things that set off true alarm bells within our government. If we lived in a utopia just for a second, well, hopefully none of these things would be happening because we're treating them systemically. We're treating them from the bottom up. But in these cases where people are making death threats and they're sending out these red flags, these are certainly people that do need check-ins with counselors on a regular basis. Because again, something is wrong. Whatever's driving them to attack me means that something at home is not okay. Right. I get a lot of I've said this, I think, in a past episode, but I'll get a lot of white adult males that, you know, claim to be married and they're spending all their time with a gay communist on the Internet insulting me. 
Doesn't that sound like a fetish? Now, here's the thing. I can make all kinds of jokes about how that guy is clearly suppressing his own bisexuality. Maybe he's even gay from the past, but more likely he's just somewhere in the spectrum that he would like to fool around with a guy and he's never had the chance. And so he's, you know, here getting attention from a gay man on you know TikTok and that fulfills the thing. But the danger is, again, bat bringing this back around, as much as we could laugh at that, and I think there is some validity in making a haha and banning them, there is a real underlying danger that that person will take out those ambitions and beliefs in person. They will actually carry out something dangerous. Oh, well, now the gay streamer I was crushing on, but not crushing on because I'm straight and have a wife, he now has banned me. Maybe I'll go and you know do something else. Maybe I'll find you know someone in my community here locally that I can harass. So I just want to let people know, banning these trolls, reporting these trolls does not make this problem go away. We're just sort of shuffling it on to something else. And it's something we need to talk about more in the future. So kudos to you, Cuba. Uh, really boo on the United States. Our laws are getting worse for LGBT people here every single moment. I don't want to say day because there's not enough news on it each day. But actually, yeah, every day I've seen some pride centers broken into, uh, things thrown through the windows, a lot of glass shattered. Um, sort of, I guess you could say, going through our own sense of crystal knocked here. But it's not so organized. It's just, I mean, it is. Ah. It's a mix, right? It is organized, but it's not. It's not one night. It's a. It's an ongoing behavioral increase where we have people, you know, executing upon this violence. So just to let people know, it's not in your head. If people are trying to tell you things are okay, they are crazy. If they're trying to tell you that you're ever going to go back to living a normal life, I'm really sorry to say, but not in the next hundred years. I don't believe. By normal, I mean what you might have experienced five, ten years ago, if that if that was normal to you, if that was okay to you. Uh, for me, it was sort of tolerable ten years ago. I was still in you know college then. I, I I had ideas that I wanted to change the world, but I didn't. I wasn't forced into the situation. And I just want to remind people: if you're somewhere on that spectrum, that it does tend to be a fairly natural aspect. People do not get radicalized until they are radicalized, and then they are radicalized. So just a reminder to everyone out there, we all have our time of awakening. I don't think we can fix the people that are too saturated, though. They've already had their awakening, and they chose the dark side, and I'm not just thinking this out of my butt. Lenin actually talks about that in the, the, the book there that I recommended. The Tasks of the Proletariat and Our Revolution. That book does have a mention about some people that are sort of drinking the Kool-Aid too much, people that are way too far gone, and uh, Lenin specifically says these are not the people we need to be trying to convince and coerce because they do not have what it takes. You know, they've sort of, they've they've had the option and they took the dark side pill. Uh, in fact, just today we had to ban someone from our server from that, someone that seemed sort of positive, seemed like they could have been uh, a decent socialist, but they just took to supporting Maloney in Italy uh, saying, well, she's not a fascist. What are you guys talking about? And they were going on and on and on and on and on. And on. My server was pushing back. And finally, it was just like, oh, this kid's at best. You know, he's like, well, I, I used to you know, come from sort of rightist groups. I'm, I'm just having my awakening. I'm coming to the left now. And yeah, not far enough for all the damage you're doing and the misinformation you're spreading. So we, we had to deal with that. And that's, again, why I thank our really good moderators over there. This has been really fun. I'm sorry that it takes me so long to do these. I'm sorry that you only got uh, two of them this month. I'm sorry that I'm probably not going to do it instantaneously and get better at it overnight. But I thank you for continuing to listen. I thank you for following on Instagram and TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Discord, Telegram, 
coffee. I think I got them all. I think that's it. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time, folks. That is the time of live streams every day but Sunday. Some days, like today, I had a headache, so I didn't do it. But at least I got the podcast in, so there's still some fresh content for people. Be super safe, comrades. I hope you will be really good to one another. I will look forward to talking to you personally, and uh, let's hang out soon. Okay, bye.